Howdy, people. David D here. Welcome to the Under Review Show, and welcome to December. Um, December is here. The season is upon us. The holiday season is upon us, and I could not be more miserable. Um, no, no, I'm joking, because there's things that are going down. The many, many amazing things in the sports world, in the sports betting world, that uh, get us all out of bed in the morning. Um, there's lots of stuff to cover this week. Um, of course, i got to introduce myself. I'm Damon D, sports betting aficionado. Um, this podcast is called The Under Review Show. We do um, sports betting analysis, uh, odds, lines, and uh, uh, stats and data and fun. Um, what we also do is we get uh, um, we get a partner of ours, so somebody that we've uh, we've that has helped us out called uh, BetOnline.ag. It's a, a sports book online, and uh, what they do is they feed us a lot of this information. Um, so instead of giving you like here's 864 different books with different odds and lines and movements and stuff. We just go with one. And that one uh, loves to give us the information. The And when I say the information, I literally mean um, they just tell us uh, interesting crap about what's going on with bets. And uh, I share that with you here. And then we talk about stuff. And then we, uh, we, we, we talk about betting on things. And we talk about sports. Mostly football during the season because, come on, man, guys and girls, this is the man. See, I've got to be Gotta be gender gender neutral here. I can't be uh, I can't be just you know yapping about uh, guys and girls here. Come on, peoples. How about that? Come on, peeps. That that is that neutral, peeps. Um, come on, peeps. Let's uh, um, let's let's get to let's get into some college football and some NFL football. That's what we're gonna do because that's what uh, runs the ship here. There's a lot of crap going on these days. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about these because there's some pretty important things going on. Uh, we're gonna cover two games here. We're gonna go over some uh, consensus reports um, and some ATS numbers. Obviously, uh, you got Georgia versus Alabama happening, um, and then another. I mean, maybe maybe the more interesting one. I don't know if it's more interesting. Maybe that's not that. This one's pretty interesting. This is basically Georgia's national championship, isn't it? Really. Um, here, but then there's like there's there's you know there's a couple other interesting sort of happenings um, in college football that can affect the college football playoff in a pretty significant way, right? So, I mean, yeah, of course, Georgia number one, six and a half point favorites over Alabama right now. You have Michigan; they had like the biggest win of Harbaugh's like career. By beating Ohio State and just losing their minds, but drubbing Ohio State, catapulting themselves into into the number two uh, rank in the CFP. Uh, but then you have some weird stuff. You got like Cincinnati and you got Alabama and you got Alabama playing Georgia. Alabama doesn't win this; they they go to a two loss team. And guess what's sitting outside at five and six? Two other one loss teams in Oklahoma State and Notre Dame. Um, you know, sniffing around, thinking, hey. Maybe we can uh, maybe we can make our way in there, and then conceivably we go for like a Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Alabama, which is a bit of an odd top four teams. To a, I mean, if Georgia wins, you get you go Georgia. I mean, you could go. It could be like a Georgia, Oklahoma. Hey, Michigan crushes. It goes it goes Georgia, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. Is that a conceivable? Like situation there, 
Um, we know that Bama is 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 either cooked. They're one or they're done. Right? They beat Georgia. Um, maybe Cincinnati goes to number one because they're the only undefeated team. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to take a look at uh, consensus bets for uh, Georgia-Alabama right now. And then... Um, because that's a really the most meaningful one, and then um, we're gonna just take a look at um, a few of the other uh, other games, um, or one of the other games, which is Michigan game, because that's the other real weird significant one. We don't really know what they're gonna do, um, but they're playing Iowa, and Iowa has like not they've been world beaters, but they've they've knocked off some ranked teams for eleven, like you know what I mean? They they they're not gonna be pushovers, and the odds, the spreads, not crazy. It's not egregious, right? So, um, so let's let's look at the let's look at the trends. Let's start with. Uh, uh, by the way, you want to bet on this bad boy? Um, you got yourself. Uh, um, you can go to betonline.ag, and at BetOnline, um, you can use the promo code Review. Deposit some money, and they'll give you an extra bonus in your account just for uh, using that promo code. Listening to uh, to us here. Now let's talk about this uh, this game here. You've got uh, you got you got Alabama <laughs> as an underdog. Which is the weirdest damn thing to see? Um, I read somewhere that they haven't been an underdog in like six years, just at all, in 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 games. Even even when they didn't weren't winning national championships, they've uh, they just don't they're not underdogs by by this much. Um, almost a full touchdown. It started. It's 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 kicking up around you know six and a half in a lot of places. But um, bet online's number um, is staying right there. Uh, so basically, you're basically taking Alabama, you know, an Alabama dynasty. By the way, this is not a great team um, compared to Alabama teams. But hey, any any uh, program on the, in the country would take, you know, uh, a CFP top four ranking and an 11-1 record any day of the week. Any single one of these outside of four would take this. But for standards of Alabama, this is just not a this is not what they would consider. I mean, last year they had a cheat code team, so I guess that's a bit different. Maybe one of the best teams anyone's ever seen ever. So so you know, coming off that hangover, and this is this is a downgrade for them. It's like the 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 twenty the twenty uh, two thousand and seven Patriots. Tom Brady gets hurt, and they just they traded in wins from it. Same team essentially, except for the one guy, and then they just they they. It was considered a failure, even though they got a ten or eleven win season out of it. Um, um, that's <laughs> that's just how it goes in Alabama. So um, Alabama sitting at plus six and a half. Haven't been an underdog like this in uh, half a decade. Okay, <laughs> their uh, I mean their issues are apparent. This Georgia defense, that's what it is. They're just gonna eat you up. Um, they're gonna. They, it's their pass rush. And if we look at last week, what. Uh, Alabama could not throw the ball at all. They just they were they got they're just giving up sacks like crazy. Last week it was insane, um, and it score they couldn't score offensively until halfway through the fourth quarter to get any, any points on the board, right against the Auburn team. This is decent, but like not Georgia level D. Oh, right. They're just they're, they're giving up way too much pressure on the quarterback. They can't get stuff going, and uh, and that's that's going to be. This is this is their biggest problem here. The biggest problem is that they cannot. Um, uh, if they repeat even half of what they did against Auburn 
this Georgia team will freaking steamroll them, right? And this, this Georgia team's been crushing teams, by the way. They, they've won by, I believe, an average of around 17 points a game apart from their first game of the season. I think Clemson, it was like a seven or eight pointer. But other than that, they have been running trains on these teams throughout the whole season. You go against Alabama um, as a, a, a touchdown favorite um, in the SEC championship game. This is this has got Bulldogs win all over it. Okay, so um, here let's talk some betting trends, though. Let's talk about what Georgia Georgia does against the spread. Um, they they cover in December. So if we go back a few years and we look at like how they play late in the season, historically, Georgia has been a fantastic bet uh, against the spread in December games. So when we talk about these games that start meaning something, that's what I'm gleaning from this, right? When games start meaning something, they're coached well enough that uh, they they cover, they, they, they tend to cover. And uh, and once again, it's, it's then they haven't had any December games um, uh, this year, but if we're going to lead up to this and talk about covering and they're covering, like this would a six point spread. They would have covered every single game this year. If every game was a six point spread, even the first game of the season where they won, I believe by seven. So six and a half point spread. Sorry. So even, even in that, um, in that sense, if you look at the spread in and of itself, how Georgia plays, played this season and how Georgia plays historically in December, it's a, it looks really really good for uh, for them. That's you know basically um, basically the main trend that I want to go over with this, this the thing that's standing out to me. Um, and that's like, these these are these this is a going back. This is a very historical historical trend too. This December number here. Um, and let's look at look at Alabama though. Um, here, here's the thing: Alabama bounces back fantastically well. Okay. Um, so when they don't rush well in a game, they they always um, come back and cover. Right now, it sounds like a weird thing, um, but and, and and understand they haven't been an underdog in six years, but they always uh, bounce back from a poor rushing performance. And when I say poor rushing performance, I'm talking like less than a hundred yards in a game. If they go less than 100 yards in a game in their previous game, they always cover the following game. Now, this cover doesn't mean they're going to win here, but that means are they going to be within a touchdown? Can they keep this within seven points against Georgia? They always bounce back. Hey, this is one of the best coach uh, teams ever, maybe. Maybe the best college coach ever. You know, we're going to debate that. It's, a, it's, a, it's debatable, but it's also like you, you can't deny the last decade's worth of work out of, uh, out of Saban in Alabama. Um, here's the deal, though. We have to go way, way back. But they cover when they're underdogs, when, when Alabama are underdogs. We have to go way back to see when they're underdog, but they, they, they tend to cover um, uh, basically you know, 80, 85% of the time. Um, so that's a pretty interesting one. Now, now if we're going to talk about uh, um, another bounce-back statistic, which I thought was really interesting, it was that... Um, so so they've, they won a lot. We all know that. Um, they cover a decent amount, but they always get a lot of chalk because they're Alabama and they always get a ton of public lines. Um, when they don't cover, though, um, right? when Alabama doesn't cover, which they didn't last week against Auburn, right? barely squeaked out a win there, so they don't cover. Um, they are in the last 14 games where they haven't covered the spread. This is, this is not going back too, too far. They are 11-3 uh, and three against the spread. 
um, after they don't cover. So if they don't cover, win or lose, they don't cover, they don't lose much, they don't cover, they always cover, basically, at a very, very high level, at an 80 percentile. So very interesting factors there. If you want to summarize this, um, um, it's, it's the, 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 the bounce-back trends for Alabama are as strong as any, um, as any Georgia trend that's out there. Maybe even stronger. Maybe even more historical. And just knowing the consistency in their coaching. I know it's a new team, but the consistency in their coaching. We have, we're seeing historical trends um, of bounce-back games, whether it be a poor rushing game or whether it be not covering a spread, um, losing games. Uh, Alabama's bounce-back is really, really big. That being said, I don't know how this team scores against Georgia. That's just the end of the day. I don't know how to do it. Okay, I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't know how you score against these guys. This is a tough one. Uh, consensus money is, uh, you know, it's an interesting one because um, these are two. This is basically what people are considering is like a de facto national championship. Most of the money is on Georgia right now. 63% of funds are coming in on Georgia and minus six and a half. Okay, so they, they really feel it. And by, by the way, overall on the season, Georgia, um, uh, Alabama's basically even against the spread this year. Like, like odds makers have nailed Alabama this season. Perfectly nailed it. An 11-100 record and a 6-6 six and six ATS record. Um, so, pretty wild. Uh, when it comes to Georgia, though, Georgia is on the plus side for covering the spread. Um, they're eight and four against the spread uh, with a 12 and 0 record. So, um, and road away, whatever they, uh, they're, they're fantastic against the spread for a, a team that's this high profile and has been ranked this high during the entire season, which gets a ton of, uh, of public attention and money, um, to still cover at a rate of eight and four for an 11 for 12 games is a fantastic number. We just know that they're achieving well, and this is a fantastic team. So for me, I don't even know um, where where Alabama sits here to cover this. I'm, I'm just having trouble uh, figuring out. By the way, the total has come down from 51 and a half, by the way, um, all the way down to 49 and a half. Now, this line, coincidentally, did was a lot tighter. It's been bought up to around a touchdown um, in most places, so. There you go. There's your Alabama-Georgia game. This is insane. Um, and then let's talk about Michigan-Iowa. Uh, um, Surprise Michigan, who is, what, five? And then now they're two. Now they find themselves as the second overall team. 11-point um, 11 11 favorites uh, versus Iowa. And like I said, Iowa is not what I would consider a, a, a giant killer, but have done some pretty freaking awesome things, Right? Um, and if you look at that game against the Wolverine or that Wolverines game last week, uh, it definitely was not their passing game that got them to where they were. It, um, you know, you got to run the ball and they're going to run the ball. Uh, um, Iowa, if they've got anything, it's a pretty freaking decent run defense. Um, but let's talk about, let's talk about some trends. Let's talk about some betting numbers here. Uh, the matchup is is apparent. Eleven points for for Michigan. I think it's a little much here. I think it's a lot of points. It's a weird number too. Really weird number. Um, let's let's talk about how they they're coached up. Um, Wolverines against the spread. The last four games, they're, they're by the way, they're just crushing recent games. They are peaking. Okay, can team teams can do that? Um, they're peaking, but overall this season. The Michigan Wolverines are 10-2 against the spread. 
They've been getting no love. I think it's just the years of Harbaugh. Like, I think everybody decided, okay, he's just gonna he's gonna get a great recruiting class because he he is he's he's great to play for and people love him. Um, and so he's gonna improve the program because of the Harbaughness of him. But he's just gonna be a pretty okay, you know, better than good college coach, right? And so like like everyone just decided that, and so they got no love. And they ended up going 10-2 and two against the spread for the season with an 11-1 record. Are you kidding me? They've only not covered once in the last 10 games. Like, this, this, let's, get, let's get serious here. Michigan covering is nuts. They, they absolutely are, are an anomaly. You never see teams ranked this high in the top 25 generally. Oddsmakers generally pretty good with that. Sitting, sitting with an ATS record, that that's, that's nuts. That's basically all I want to talk about when it comes to their um, against the spread trends is that Michigan are an absolute juggernaut um, when it comes to covering spreads, guys. That is a really hard thing to do. Uh, next up, I'm going to talk about uh, Iowa and what Iowa does and how Iowa covers. Uh, because maybe they're 13th ranked in the season, they they cover. Not not as great. They're seven and five overall in the season, but of their last four games, they're four and zero against the spread. They're they're chomping at this 11, 11 points. Here, they love it. In fact, all the consensus betting, uh, almost sixty percent of money is going on Iowa here. People think that the number is too big. It is tough to look at a Michigan team, but that's that's the other thing too. That profile win against Ohio State, which is like. Monkey off the back, haven't beat them in you know eight games. Uh, Harbaugh hasn't, just couldn't do it. Um, it was so big. It was such a massive victory too. They they blew them out. So much emotion. Go, go into the college football rankings. They're number two in the country. There's so much hype that came out of that victory. You gotta think that they got some points. That minus eleven has to come in part from just the overwhelming awesomeness of the, that victory over Ohio State here. And that's why you got 58% of people betting Ohio, uh, Iowa. And I think, I think this line is a, bit, is a bit much. I think it should be around 8, maybe even 7. And if you're saying that, then this is just easy. If you, if you like me, think that this is uh, a field goal, like a full, a full score different than it probably should be... Um, well, well, then you know what to do, don't you? I certainly do. <laughs> I certainly know what to do. Anyways, we had to go over those two games, if anything, because we have to go through a couple of uh, NFL matchups here. We, uh, last night, we're doing this on Friday. Um, last night's Cowboys game was just an absolute just snoozer. They were due for it, though. Those Thursday night's games have been bangers. And then you have like the Buffalo Bills last week just blowing teams out, although the first half was competitive and it seemed fun. Um, you got... Um, you know, Dallas actually covering, winning by 10. Just a kind of a gross game. T- Taysom Hill, like, I don't even know. No one knows what's going to happen over there in New Orleans. Uh, they're coached well, so they, they're going to not. Oh, they're going to hang around in most games. Um, but overall, uh, geez, it was a uh, – it, it barely hit the under, too. They, they had that line at 45-and-a-half basically just locked in, just dialed. It ends up being 54. Like, what a, what a perfect line. I didn't touch that at all. Um, that six and a half point spread was, yeah, was was basically bang on there. But uh, I don't know what New Orleans is going to do moving forward. That's a tough one. Um, 
Dallas covering, though. That's interesting. I don't know about this Dallas team either. Kind of weird. I don't know who they, who they are. There's all this offensive firepower everyone's talking about, and you're just like, what? what is, where? Pollard doesn't hit that run, pull that run out of his butt. Uh, we got a very different ball game. Very, very different ball game. Sorry, I need to uh, hydrate. Let's rip through these. The Giants, the quarterbackless Giants, now plus six underdogs going into Miami. All of the money's piling in on Miami now. Up to 70% of the consensus is hitting that. Um, hey, guys, Miami, Miami's on a roll, man. Do not sleep on Miami. This is this is a this is a real this is a real football team here. And they had some really, really, really bad luck. Not bad luck. Oh, fuck. You, you know what? It wasn't even bad luck. They beat the Patriots game one of the season because the Patriots fumbled on like the six-yard line and with no time left before they kicked a field goal and walked away. So that, you know, chalked that loss or that win, that one of their five wins up to a bit of a lucky, lucky one. Um, but they, they won four in a row. And now they get the Giants, whose quarterback is out um, at home, right? The, the the Dolphins rolling at six point faves. Uh, I don't think they've been that big of favorites all season long. This is looking pretty mighty mighty juicy uh, for Miami betters here. I love it. Uh, Colts at Houston, ten point faves. I talk about it all the time about these double digit point spreads here. Very very troublesome. Um, it's all yeah. It's all about consistency in these, right? Do, do you have a consistent a team that scores as consistently before you even start considering that. The Colts are a 6-6 six and six football team. The Colts score a, a, a buttload of points. They really, really do. Um, in terms of like, I think they're the number one in the AFC. I know that um, for points scoring. So they, they, they can put up a ton of points, and we know that Houston can't. But you want to look at that consistency in points before you commit to something like betting 10 points Although Houston, uh, sorry, 10 points on the road, too. That's a crazy one. They're the 10-point road favorite here. Uh, Houston's just terrible, though, by the way. Um, uh, they've been covering, though. They cover pretty evenly. They even cover all the monies on Indianapolis to cover this 10. It's almost 75%. That's insane. Minnesota-Detroit division matchups run the other direction from these. Can the Detroit Lions get their first win of the season? Uh, straight up win, doubt it. Although it's like every dog has his day, you know. And you know what's even harder than going, you know, sixteen and zero or seventeen and zero in in football is going zero and seventeen or zero and sixteen. Um, uh, you think a team's going to do that in today's NFL of parity? Like, come on, Jacksonville can have a game and they can get a win. Houston can have a game against a good team and get a win. Don't think that uh, Detroit can't get it together for one game. And it always happens when you're not expecting it because you're never expecting it because they haven't won a damn game. Six, seven and a half point home underdogs versus Minnesota at 0-10. And Minnesota's 5-6 and six on the season. Cousins is like playing really well fantasy-wise, but overall you're like, it's a, they're a head-scratcher of a team. Um, um, the division games are, are people like, they, they know each other. You know what I mean? It's like the same cliche. I'm, 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 I don't want to walk away from this. I'm definitely not picking Minnesota in my elimination pool, which I'm still alive in which is insane to think about uh but there you have it uh, about 60 percent of the money though right now at bet online um is on minnesota philly and new york uh everybody think philly's turning it on here at five and seven or seven record i don't know what's going on um we do know that the jets haven't turned anything on they can't turn themselves on um they can't even watch 
dirty movies and, and turn anything on. It's just, it's a sad thing. There, there's seven point home dogs uh, versus uh, Philadelphia here. Um, the, the most tr- telling thing though about this, and this is just the Jets in a nutshell, is, is not only are they like bad, but when it comes to betting, it doesn't matter if you're a good team or a bad team. Um, it's how they cover is really what you want to, want to focus in on and the Jets still don't cover even though they know that they're bad they can't they can't cover a spread they're three and eight against the spread for the season here um they don't have a losing record at home like this is a tough bet to make here but seven seems about right for Philly here I don't know if the Jets can do anything um they're banged up too offensively it's it's a real tough one to do uh Arizona um at Chicago as seven and a half point road faves we know that they can do it without Kyler Murray um, Kyler Murray um, and Watson are game time decisions, by the way. Like, not even like we'll tell you today or or Saturday. They're like game timers, which is like if you're going on the road on a team that you're a, a, a touchdown or more favorite against, um, that is a losing record at home and can't score points to save their lives. Like literally, they just cannot score. Um, I don't know if you 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 seat these guys up or you suit these guys up for a for a game when you're when you're a nine and two, right? And you go all the way to Chicago and you're going to seat these guys up and right give give another week when you've got some real games coming up, right? Your division's really opening up and it's and I don't know, so it's a tough one here. Um, this is game time decision though. If Kyler Murray and Sean Watson are in, you go all day, but that not that line's going to fly if you do. Um, so if you, if you've got a hanker and they're gonna jump on the seven and a half points now at bet online and get, you know, ride it. Otherwise, uh, that's a, that's just don't, don't go there. Uh, charges at Cincinnati. Remember in like the, the, the chargers and they were just, they have the, the newest, hottest quarter. Everyone's got the newest, hottest quarterback in the entire world, right? They just do. Everybody's quarterback is like every time you turn around and this game today, Oh, Oh, this, this quarterback is the greatest thing we've ever seen play a game a sport in, in our lives, you know, it's the weirdest thing. Um, but it, but it happens more now. I don't even know, like, um, I don't even know why. I, I guess we had a couple of really good, like the Lamars and the, and the, and the Kyler Murray's come out and like instantly, instantly make impacts, you know, on, uh, like on, on their teams and in the league and, 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 instantly do this which which has not been the norm um but now everybody's anointed like oh you're the greatest the greatest new quarterback now you're just the greatest we've ever seen you're in the hall of fame year two year two guys you are you are in the uh you're in the hall of fame and no one no one can even like josh allen's the greatest thing we've ever seen play it's unbelievable and then you go like and the justin herbert oh my god he's great and then now they like what what are these guys are they really that great and then still Tom Brady is like the favorite to win the MVP. You know, this is what we're actually talking about right now. <laughs> it's reality. A lot of games left. But, sorry, that's my rant there. Chargers were supposed to be the new hotness. The Bengals are the new hotness right now. They're just flying. Um, very confusing game here. The Bengals are three-point home phase. Basically, this is a coin toss here. Um, both of these teams are very even against the spread. Both these teams, I mean, Cincinnati's got a 7-4 and four record, but uh, Chargers at 6-5. and five. This is a, like... One of those absolutely like sit back and watch games and see what these guys do to each other. Um, it's a tough one to put money on um, at, with Cincinnati hanging three. Bucks at Atlanta. 
Uh, oh, by the way, the consensus, all the money's on Cincinnati. 70% of the money is on Cincinnati to cover minus three. Everybody thinks this line is crazy. I don't think it's that crazy, by the way. Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Um, you're seeing a little bit of what Tampa Bay did last season. They sort of had this midseason doldrums, right, where they just didn't seem to click. They weren't clicking. And then decided to click near the end of the season. And they absolutely steamrolled. You know, they went on the road for every single game as a wild card team and won the Super Bowl. And apart from like that Washington game, like it was a bit like closer than you think it would be. Like, they, but they were never, it never felt like they were going to lose. They f- crushed teams. They absolutely crushed teams. Like Tom Brady threw three interceptions against Green Bay. They crushed Green Bay. They crushed Kansas City. But they had to get going because middle of the season, it was like, oh, they're going to be pretty good. They'll be a pretty good team. And then all of a sudden, they just went nuts. Uh, right now, they're 10.5-point favorites on the road versus Atlanta. That's kind of scary. Uh, but Tom, um, yeah, he, Tom, Tom Brady's a super nice guy. Um, but he loves to do stuff like crush teams that he crushes all the time. Like, you know that gets his juices flowing, right? When he's like, Atlanta, remember that? Remember that Super Bowl, everybody? He's talking to his guys about it right now. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, these guys. You know, different coach, different team. He doesn't care. Well, it's Matt Ryan anyway. He knows he knows what to do. Um, their ATS record is not very good. Ten and a half points is a ton of points. You just have to decide for yourself if this is the week, right, that um, that Tampa starts putting it back together like they did last year. This is about the time last year that they just sort of put it back together and they got shit flying. This could be that team to do it. I think they win. you got to decide whether this is the, the, the week that they do it. Washington football team at Vegas. Wow, Vegas is really in a bit of a tailspin, aren't they? Jeez. They're one point weird home favorites versus Washington, which, if you get three points at home, makes them kind of a neutral field underdog. Everybody's on the on the on the Vegas um, Raiders to cover this. Everybody is. I am not. Um a football team's weird. I mean, if they have a quarterback, you know, Heineke's, I don't know, I mean, no. It's one of these, he's the, he's like, I mean, he's not weird, um, but he's, 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 well, he's, he's just one of those like strange quarterbacks that pop in. Um, they just pop up and everyone's just like, whoa, what's this guy doing? And then and then and then he's they're gone forever. They end up back up in two years and then they, they disappear. So he's like this weird one, but they, they're hot right now. But Washington can't cover either. They can't cover. They're five and six. Um, they've had some flashes of brilliance. Vegas is in a tailspin right now, though. I don't know if I trust them at, at, at any time. Not more than sixty six percent of people. That's absolutely nuts. Jacksonville at LA. I'm trying to hammer through these guys. Uh, Rams. Can the Rams figure their shit out? Holy crap. Okay. How bad. How bad is your quarterback playing? It's like four games ago, he, he just started sucking. Like throwing terrible, terrible picks. Terrible ones. It started with that shot to Odell, I think. No, no, no. It was like two games before that. There was a couple more picks. But he just, he just throws stupid balls. Like not even like they have a shot. He's just weird. He's just gone weird. Stafford's just something weird has happened and not very good. He's got to figure his shit out. They're going to beat Jacksonville at home. They're 13-point favorites. That's a lot of points. They're going to put it together and get, get it done. Um, but think about the Rams. They're only 7-4 and four right now in a buzzsaw of a division. They better get their together. They can't cover it. Of course not, because they've been underachieving all, 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 all year. 
this is it. Can they coach themselves out of this? Can they be coached? They need to be coached out of whatever it is that they're in right now. By the tune of 13 points? Yeesh! That's saying like odds makers think that they probably have a shot at it. I don't know if they do. I think it takes a bit longer to do this. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Speaking of tailspins, um, the quarterback formerly known as Ben Roethlisberger is just a mess. He looks absolutely terrible. They couldn't do anything. Uh, but speaking of coaches, they got a hell of a coach over there who, who does a lot of great things for this team. They're four-and-a-half-point home underdogs versus Baltimore. About 60% of the money's coming in on Baltimore. Um, I just don't trust Pittsburgh. I don't trust their defense right now. Lamar threw four picks last week. You're not going to do that this week. That four and a half is almost in the bag, man. I don't know. San Francisco at Seattle. Wow. Seattle loves spoiling San Francisco's party here. San Francisco's a three and a half point favorite going into Seattle. Seattle's a notoriously tough place to play. They, they almost somehow magically managed to like Russell Wilson their way out of a loss last week. Uh, but they had no business winning that game. They were terrible. They literally sucked. Seattle just sucked last week. Um, almost 70% of the money is on San Fran right now. Um, Seattle has, has only won a single game at home. Think about that. One game at home all season long. They just look just terrible. Russell Wilson's super inaccurate. It's tons got to do with his finger. You know, like, it's, it's this weird thing. It's like, is he superhuman because he came back so soon? No, you're not superhuman, idiot. S- stay out a week. You're, you're freaking three and eight now. You're looking terrible. You're throwing the ball like, like nuts. Like, you, you, you led the league in passer rating once in your, your career. Your completion percentage is one of the highest, like, all time for guys. You, you don't think it's the finger? It's certainly not between your ears, dude. You know, you should have stayed out two extra weeks. Just dumb. I think they got everything they got coming to them by, like, pretending you're superhuman. Be like, I can do this. Like, what are you doing it for? You know you're not going to win in anything this year? Unbelievable. Anyway, it's just so frustrating to see. And San Francisco's getting healthy, and they are scary when they're healthy. They, they are um, starting, to, starting to roll. And that's a big thing. A big division matchup, though. I tend to, st- to, to be a, a real chicken shit for these types of games because they just know each other and it just happens, right? It's just like, it's like Tom Brady going down to Miami. You know, you just knew it didn't matter. The Pats were going to have... There's a 50-50 chance the Pats are going to struggle really, really badly. And that's what, that's what happens with San Francisco and Seattle. Um, Denver at Kansas City. Kansas City's rolling... Everyone says they're the best now new team ever. I think you're probably right. They got a little bit of a, a, a speed bump in their schedule to be able to uh, kind of get the kinks sorted out. They're nine and a half point favorites versus Denver. Denver Teddy Bridgewater. Their defense still sucks, but it's recovering. Like they're, you know, it's the tale of two. It's the tale of two um, two seasons for them, right? Um, same like with the Patriots. The Patriots were four, two and four at one point. Um, and their defense really sucked. They couldn't stop the run. They couldn't score any points. Gah. And then now, if you look at the last um, six games, um, they're absolutely, on every level, dominating. Um, this is KC in a nutshell. And they have momentum, and they're at home, and it's only 10 points. And it's versus a Denver team that, yes, unfortunately, they cannot score. Um, that's, a, that's a 10 point, nine and a half point a play that I love for Kansas City because they're firing up. They're going to go win the freaking AFC. Are you going to have to go through them? Are they going to go through somebody? Monday Night Football. Finally, here, I'm almost done. Uh, Patriots at Bills. This is the biggest game of the year for the Buffalo Bills. They've been struggling. They, um, they're 7-4. and four. 
The division was supposed to be theirs, right? Last year, they got a mulligan. They got a gimme. Walked in the playoffs, got bitch slapped, sent home. Bing. Um, after second game. Right? When, they, when, when they played a real team, they just got completely hornswoggled. And then you got the New England Patriots. Like, hey, we're first in the division again. Um, our defense is literally insane. Oh, oh, you had the best defense? Oh, yeah, the Bills are the best defense in the AFC. Mm, no, you don't, actually, anymore. And this is actually a Patriots uh, team that, like, literally mailed in their first two games of the season. Oh, sorry, six games of the season. Just mailed them in. Like, it was just a pass. It didn't happen. And and now you're, you, you, they have a better defense than you. They have a better offense than you, probably. Pretty close. But they just started turning it on. They have a rookie quarterback who doesn't make mistakes. Um, like I said, that defense is nuts. Um, they, they, what, what the kid does well against you, um, against your style, um, what the kid does well is uh, he doesn't make multiple mistakes. He protects the ball. And he reads your coverage. Uh, unfortunately, he doesn't have great receivers, but he's starting to figure them out a little bit. How Tom Brady used to, right? He turned Deion Branch into an all-pro Super Bowl MVP guy, right? Because he figured him out, you know? And uh, a lot of these attributes are the same with this kid. He started to figure out these guys. Kendrick Bourne's turning into a, a scoring machine. Um, he's got a couple of tight ends um, that they paid a lot of money for. They just, they're, they're starting to pay off, right? Hunter Henry's... Scored a touchdown in like five of the last six games. And, and should have had one in the last game, uh, got overthrown. But he was wide open. It was like, it, it was done. Um, there are really positive things happening in New England, but they do it in a way that's like very 2000 to 2005 New England Patriots. Not super flashy. Defense will destroy you. Um, and the, the quarterback won't screw it up. Buffalo has all the pressure on them. They're at home here. They're two and a half point favorites. It's opened at three. Two and a half point favorites right now. Um, you're going up against a really good coach. They have they have struggled. Buffalo has not been um, what they were supposed to be, right? They've they've lost four games already this season. Now they got a lot of division games that are coming along. Um, you know, and comparatively, they they crushed the Saints and the Saints crushed New England. Um, but they lost to the Jags. Couldn't score on the Jags. Um, had an okay game against the Dolphins. Right, but didn't wasn't great. Um, they beat the the before Chiefs, right? <laughs> um, which was which is weird. They lost to the Steelers this season, though. So they either like shut teams out. They they have like a couple of shutouts this year, or in a couple of like 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 single digit games. Um, but they haven't looked unbeatable. They haven't looked unstoppable. They haven't looked like Super Bowl champs yet. This is the time where you get your shit together. The Pats might have started peak too soon, right? Uh, 17 game season. Do you want to peak in week seven from week seven to 16 or week 10 to 16, right? Um, this is the time right now. But the pressure is on Buffalo here. If New England wins, oh, great. They've, they've gone, um, you know, they've gone six in a row. They've gone six and one in their last seven games. Big whoop. Ton of more division games. Play Buffalo again, too. Um, this is very interesting. I, 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 I look at, uh, Look at the pressure here. And I know that New England is better under pressure. That They're well coached under pressure. And they, they, they like going on the road, by the way, uh, against the spread. They cover on the road. That's just what they do. 
and they're uh, literally undefeated on the road. Their, their four losses are at home right now. Uh, very interesting one. Food for thought. My money's on the Pats, probably. I'm going to see what this line looks like by Monday. Anyways, that's it, guys and girls. See, I did it again. Ah, people. That's it, people. Folks. That's it, folks. Uh, college football. Two massive games. Watch them. Check them out. Go bet on them at betonline.ag. That was your full gamut of lines for the NFL. Unbelievable stuff. Many, many things happening. Super fun games. That's your consensus. That's your inside skinny. I'm Damon D. This is the Under Review Show. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Adios, muchachos.